0: 空が
1: I'll start will uh, start just acknowledging Gargle the Ocean That's um, our totem up here. and That's my family's totem and country's totem. Um, just how important it is and how awesome it is um, for spiritual needs and nourishing, nourishing the ocean, its movement, and its healing. Um, but... We've been having some really interesting conversations um, and lots of things being explored um, around the context of cultural biodiversity. And uh, thought we might, uh, if you guys are cool, start off with uh, just sort of a little bit of background review on, you know, touching on some of the discussion points that we uh, were into, unless JD wants to bring us in as well.
2: JD sitting there like an Easter Island statue, as usual. <laughs> this big head.
3: <laughs> I don't know how the sound vibes can pick that up. Yadji, yeah, Chels, I was going to um, – I really appreciated all your deep dives and shares and Joshies. And, um, I was mentioning when we've been going through the yarns, I've been patterning some of the dance beats and stuff, just some things have been coming in the head. So, yeah, I, I was thinking on the notion of just singing in um, a chant line because I, I do sing out that insect piece that our mob share the when they when they do the dance uh the pattern of the of the, the butterfly so i was gonna just um sing in some animals there to, to some species to to set that if that's all right chelsea after your deadly weaving with um humpback that you're sung out
1: that's awesome man
3: so that um what honor do we say our mob and that's that that Bice dance we all learn. Yeah, paid dance. I think we we all that different to share that one. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, a Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, I, 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 I. Tup Nile, Tup Nile, Tup Nile, I, 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 Tup, Tup, Yagara, Yagara, Tup,
1: Tup, Yagara,
3: Yagara, Tup, Tup, I, 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 Chup, Chup, chop! And as they should, little Gundu's come on the back there because they hear that chant and out there dancing already. the different animals are, when we sing together, and sing in the new one at the end there, the emu, the uh, yagata in the middle there, Nile, the eagle, and um, setting that setting that notion of our cultural part of our culture indication that it set the song and story and dance. Yo-Yo?
2: Yo. I mean, I mean, playing shake a leg in my chair there. Never done that sitting down before, but
0: <laughs>
2: my knees just started up.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Like you could hear, it was almost like sitting in the forest, hey? Like sitting on country in the bush and listening to all different sounds. That was cool, JD. Loved it.
2: That clapstick there wasn't coming through on the mic. You
3: always so not clapstick, hey? Eh?
2: There was no um, there's no beat. But didn't it was, you, didn't you uh, couldn't you hear that? Couldn't you hear that clap Steve? No, nah, no. Nah. But it's there with just with the voice, and it was implied the beat was there anyway, and it made me move. Strange. So we got uh, who we got here? We got JMB as oh, usual, oh. Jack Manning Bancroft, Josh Waters, John Davis, Chelsea Marshall, and me Tyson, and off we go. Uh, we're in. This is our third third 1A, we're uh, doing the finance piece, um, looking at how the hell, um, you know, what kind of financial instruments would fall out of a, a sort of a real rather than abstract view of the world. Uh, where we're currently at, so
4: I actually went back and listened to the Platypus Finance Yarn last week, just because I had to remind myself, um, it's a little while ago now, but the First of all, like I'd say it's a really good yarn, um, and, and big credit and, and sing-outs to all the mob here who are, who are part of that. And I think JD might've been away for that one, but they're in spirit for sure. Um, and we're sort of singing out um, some of the ideas that and the seeds that, that JD had planted. And so um, I think coming out of the back of that, there's some consistent themes that have been recurring and, and these are sort of captured in. Um, the the strong work that that everyone's been doing sort of behind the scenes and, and um, pulling together all the information and uh, and I think it, it's sort of coming together um, it is a really big piece of work and um, there's so many um, interconnected parts and and I think that's to be sort of expected because that's that's uh, we're kind of modeling our ideas on the systems that we're observing and the patterns that we're trying to um, communicate across from an Indigenous knowledge perspective uh, within the lab and then within our own sort of individual frames of reference and then communicating and translating them across um, not just to different um, different domains so obviously the the financial domain is is a little bit different from um, the ecological domain that we're looking at and the domains and, and all the interconnected species in those spaces. Um, I think the, some of the things that have come up recently around like the data and what kind of data we're looking to capture within um, those ecologies and how they can be mapped across to finance and investment opportunities, uh, sustainable investment opportunities and ethical investment opportunities particularly. And, uh, and, Um, Yeah, uh, one thing that I'm really keen on is is looking at how those methodologies uh, right across the board can be captured in a, dare I say it, um, unified sense in that we're we're the same consistent patterns and threads and rhythms, um, those implied rhythms, whether um, they're explicit or um, implicit, they're, they're there and they're always there and we're all sort of marching to the same beat, whether that's the cultural indicator species or whether that's us in the lab or whether that's other stakeholders that are involved in um, the lab. And then also um, the, the investors on the other side of that, uh, I, I like to think that we're kind of modeling ourselves on the same patterns and, and I'm interested in looking at how those methodologies can be sort of observed and mapped across to the work that we're doing in the space. Um, but has anybody else got anything to add to that?
2: Yeah, well, that's in the, that backdrop of the sort of international stuff that we're sparking off. Uh, Johnny Merritt um, at Ethic Investing in New York there, um, who's you know, doing all that uh, big work with the impact investing and, and has been working with us all year to, on <laughs> how we can, yeah, try, trying to build this into some kind of financial instrument, but not even that, but a system of, of instruments and relations that are going to work. And so you go and Joshy, uh, when, when you are heading over to uh, spend that time over there in, in the US with them?
4: Yeah, a week from Sunday.
2: Week from Sunday, going over to thrash it out. So um, yeah, it's uh, so a lot of the stuff uh, coming out of all the yarns so far. Now to this one here, wherever it goes, that'll be uh, that'll be going on the table there.
4: Yeah, and I think that's like uh, whether we're doing it advertently or not. I think it's really a key part of existing within systems and the truth of our reality and our shared existence um, with each other and with nature and with all the concepts and ideas and knowledge um, frameworks um, they're all they're all sort of follow that same pattern and i think a good way into the young today might be on that um, piece that we've come up to just sort of recently but it's been present the whole time is that the notion of symbiosis now mm. these um all these species uh, in the first instance uh um uh working sort of cooperatively with each other um in sort of mutual benefit uh, so it's you know, I know that there's different types of symbiosis but there's um some of the main types that we're modeling these processes on whether advertently or inadvertently is is something that I think is important that will come out of the work. And that's one of those things that I think can indeed be mapped across to investment sectors, um, to finance sectors, to organisational protocols, operations and ethics and looking at the world and everything that we're a part of as sort of holistic and relational Mm. Um, and looking at this, probably this notion of um, this idea that investors aren't necessarily investing in a particular species, but um, they're investing in the relationships that those species have with all the other species around and in relation to it Um, Mm. and looking at investment, not just as an opportunity to, to bring, um, you know, money on money return, but um, what are the lateral life giving properties that can be exhibited through investment opportunities um just um just before uh we hopped on the call was was talking about some of the symbiotic relationships um on her country between koala and um bogong moth i think it was so she might be keen to yarn up on that mm. um, but then also looking at the impacts of that um, if you take uh say that koala out of the um out of the network then what are the implications for that given that it's a it could be um, could be sort of like a, a minor change to the environment, but it's going to have big uh, consequences and impacts which flow mm-hmm. all throughout that ecology and I think something that we're trying to highlight and flag within these processes is to say that it's the same when you look at um, look at investment or finance when you when you um, when you impose a small change into that system or you uh, and that small small change could be the addition of something, but mm-hmm. it can also be the extraction of something. Mm. Um, either way, it's going to have big ripple effects that go throughout the system. So, in terms of these, um, you know, these uh, these investment opportunities and uh, in the cultural indicator species that we've been talking about and yawning up on, uh, the the idea behind that is bringing people into that um, that idea and that reality that. Uh, your small decisions and your small uh, investments can have a big, long-lasting impact over time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And whether that's positive or negative is really up to you as the investor uh, to to be conscious and aware of what you're actually investing in and and how life-giving perhaps that might be to uh, a particular environment at any given time.
2: That's it. Well, Jack's going to be there with you in New York too. He's always singing up. I seen him always sing. He sing around the campfire with his with his guitar. From little things, big things grow. And uh, <laughs> without little things, big things fall too. Chel singing out the moth, the importance of that moth in that story as well. JD singing us in the way he did. Um, yeah, it's that focus on the little things. Feedback I've had so far from like knowledge keepers is like, oh, you're close. You're close. You're nearly there. You're not there yet. You're close." Chelsea Chelsea's is, Chels is on the right track. Chelsea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. I I think I think we're going in the right direction. Um it's all sounding um like it's coming together and it it it, it it's starting to to build and yeah, you know, I'll go into the yarn that I had with Joshie earlier. You know, where we were talking about just the complexities around it and yeah, we've said before that you know what you know. Let's look at the natural functions, functionality, and systems a bit better because you know they've you know, they've got it right and it's already been you know uh, put in place and functioning. So what 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 does some of those things look like? Um, and I think yeah, then relating it back was that you know that a lot of these um processes are holistic. In their nature and they're integrated as well. Um, and then we looked, you know, at those cooperative strategies. But then, you know, looking, okay, well, what is it in those strategies and the strategies within nature that, you know, where investors can have the same principles and functionality operating? And, um, you know, what 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 is this? What does it look like? And um, what does investing in those relationships you know, look like, and then how do they evolve with those key principles of that integrated um, principle? I suppose is, is the word, but um, we couldn't think of like, oh, well, what is this thing? What is it? What does it look like? What does it mean? And yeah, throughout the word, I was thinking, yeah, well, what exactly is it? If it's not, you know, like an economic structure, a finance structure, you know. It's investing, but it's almost like a, an orb. It's this orb that um, you know. It's moving. It's building over time. It's drawing in energy. You know. It's it's existing through um, energy exchange. Um, yeah, and it's and, and it's holistic in its nature. Yeah, you know, we then went in about yeah crypto species and it being portals and that sort of thing. That was fun, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But but the orb, um, yeah, um, but it, it's something that then, you know, is functional in, in that um, awareness and ecological relationships that it exists. So the investor, you know, potentially gets to understand those things a lot better rather than you know reading, you know, the business finance component or jumping on your um, laptop or computer to check out these sort of things. It's 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 complex in its holistic nature and it's in the rationality and relationships to everything within the system um, and that's its functionality. Um, so that relationship also, you know, and that's why we looked at species symbi- symbiosis and species that have got uh, certain categories that already exhibit um, those relational contexts. Um, so. And then that, you know, that relationship then moving out of that, um, what we define as um, a biocultural context, um, then into the human kin relational con- context. So then that symbiosis is then transferred through the orb into, you know, the the human uh, relatively and, and function dynamic of, of, of this. System,
2: I suppose, of of, of investment. Mm. Well, the um, main thing hope... is that main thing is that people aren't going to be, you know, just doing the offsets thing where they invest in a separate bit of biodiversity, like a bit of nature for the biodiversity to live in over here, and then development to occur over here. We sort of see uh, that development can't be separate from those things. So, I mean, I guess that's the key difference with the built environment stuff, and humans can't exist separate from the landscape. So we'd always be investing in something that's not, you know, a reserve set aside for nature, but, um, you know, uh, developing those symbiotic relations and build environments that, um, that are in a bit more harmony. You know,
1: Yeah, and we also, yeah, we, we're touching on that, the, in that holistic nature of it, the things that are tangible and intangible. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's part of the holistic nature
2: of the orb. <laughs> which is why we've got <laughs> Aboriginal <laughs> cryptozoology in half our yarns. We we're not doing those in public, but um, half the time we're talking about hairy man just as much as we're talking about platypus. <laughs>
0: yeah, how to,
5: um, that orb shape is just sort of feels like so white. And and the, one of the frustrating things I find when you're kind of unpacking a bunch of these different elemental, like like deeply elemental realities, which are realities, is someone's like, well, that's a nice metaphor, not a metaphor, like an actual natural design um, anchor point. And our failings are in our translations, like the, the most complex, advanced um, work that we're able to do in our organisations is put three circles together on a like whiteboard electronically and say, well, isn't this multidimensional? And I think that opportunity to see how limited we are because of the segmentation and so much work, like you can't be a bank and have a sustainability function in your bank and then go and the bank be very deeply extractive and then just have, well, our chief sustainability officer is out doing this good work. And then this rest of this work is just completely destroying the earth. You can't go and take a piece of land and turn that into Nirvana or the rest of the world burns. There has to be a central energy current which has all of us connected to it. And I think that all feels really strong. Like I hadn't heard y'all describe that before, but that's what feels like, you know, if an for an investment portfolio to be deep, um, it's gotta be it's gotta be in your energy, your existing relations. You've got to be looking back at the people you've come from and the places you come from and the places you're gonna go into the future, and so many of our patterns as to how we we um relate uh are so deeply transactional that their energy blockers at almost every moment anytime you walk into a new shop the door closes on you and you have to leave energy in there and now we've got rid of cash we don't even look at people in the eyes to to talk to them or have a conversation like there's no touch there's no connective tissue it's just like so um so detached and then the more that it's online you never even meet the person so all the energy and people can sit sat in their homes for the last two years and just operated many have operated from their homes digitally bringing stuff into them and and been in no relations so i think yeah that that feels that orbital energetic space um which is sick and and that's what we've got to give give into and that's where we're that's what we're hopefully you know building a restoration around if you have the finance follows in my mind like the the energy is what leads, and and then the finance is the easy part. Like how much is the easy part? It's actually the intentionality and the energy that and the relations and the, that mapping. And once you're interwoven, you find the resources for the action, but you lead with the, you know, for for example, with ethic, you lead with the ethical frame, where you lead with the process and the patterns. Yeah, um, mm.
3: that's, that's Jackie's not- Jack um, Gunji Jack's on the on the rhythm there. I'll, I'll definitely sing that out. I guess it's a blessing. You two have had your two yarns. We've had another two yarn. I've just had another flow around Epic presenting. And if I, could, if I could sing out labs, like just what j and is just singing out, Chels and Josh, and definitely Tyson's in that rhythm as well. Um, just just really tune into that. Like the orb part, I guess, I guess I'm guess signaling less of a need to code switch and think about what the financiers want and how it fits and let it flow around the orb. I just wrote, I just, I just wrote Mimi like theirs as a, as a, as a run-on, um, just, just in a sidebar conversation. I'm trying to like write notes while you all yarn, but I just, I would sing that out, uh, my deadly lathers around our campfire, just really keep pushing and, and singing out the yarn about, and it doesn't matter. It does, doesn't matter, Ty, it doesn't matter if we get to a hairy man, um, strong woman yarn, like that frilly neck yarn you shared the other day, Chelsea, you know, that, that really, that really rattled with me. It was really strong, you know, and I appreciate that and appreciate you and, I guess I'm, I guess I'm singling out. Um, um, I think that's what JMB. I'm tuning in. What you said, less on the code switch and just you know sing sing it out as it as it did come from that from that two way fire that you two had and um, yeah just let, let it flow. I guess, I flame it up. I'm just yeah I'm just yeah really keen for that because I, I guess him singing out there is relationally too and like you sung out two Josh is going to have that chance to sit with uh, ethic and, and and the deadly aim crew again. Um, there's going to be that relational pull and weave. I just, without having seen mob face to face, but through the zooms and actors hearing those yarns come back again, I'm, you know, they're tuning into the Platterpool's finance yarn and then the next yarn that happened. And the, so, yeah, I'll just, just sing out, just, just yeah. let it let, let it flow. Like well, let it and flow. They've,
2: they've come back with a uh, story for us on that more finance side of things. And that's clarified, you know, like, so what they've brought to the table recently you know, talking that up, it's, it's settled a lot of our big concerns. So especially around, you know, we're sitting here trying to think, well, how can we bridge the gap between this real world, complex world we have, and then this abstract world of finance? What, how can we have a mechanism there that, you know, so like, how do we divide up our systems into little, you know, priceable units? How do, how do we divide our systems up into units to carve up what the people can invest in as bonds or you know, securities or anything else, some kind of financial instrument that they can speculate on or, or hold over the long term, you know, as biodiversity increase, uh, decreases, that these things become more valuable and increase in value over time, and make it worth an oligarchs while, you know, <laughs> to invest in these things. But we're looking the wrong way there, because we knew we did, we, we couldn't have that. You can't have those things carved up, even in the abstract um, so there was this unbridgeable um, sort of divide between those two worlds, but then what we what we started to see when we're talking to Johnny Mayer and, and Paul Carney from the finance side of things is that now we don't have to. That's not what gets divided up. The money gets divided up. That big that big offer, however big that is, if it's um, you know ten million, hundred million dollars, or something like that, you know, then those things get divided up. You know, they buy a piece of that money that goes into investing in all of these, all of these projects, for want of a better word, along, you know, along that song line. And that takes care of that. Remember that cautionary tale, that uh, red flag one from Seinfeld that we threw up in that meeting? When Kramer, like, uh, they, they 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 pay to, uh, like, adopt a section of the highway and, and then they kind of keep it clean and they have a sign that's got their name on it. But then Kramer <laughs> decides, oh, no, he's going to change the lines on the highway, paint new lines, in, and all the cars are crashing everywhere. You know what I mean? That was that cautionary tale of, like, we can't have people, you know, nominally owning even or adopting, like, portions of these song lines We can't have a financial system being mapped over our sacred, you know, paths and law and story in the landscape and that all that biocultural symbiosis that goes on you know, because that the culture, the ceremony, story, everything else is not separate in that system. So that's what we've been struggling with. But that that resolved that completely. It's like that divide between those w- worlds is there for a reason. And I start start to see it as a firewall, you know, and that and all our cultural yarns around, all our yarns around fire and all that fire story, I'm seeing it. Yeah, that's a big firewall between those two worlds. They, we don't divide up parts of that system, we divide up we divide up the big block of money, money potential that people are investing in that side. And then, you know, those things are going in to support these parts of the system. And then that really exciting piece of how it's um, it sort of un, uh, it, it neutralizes all the rivalry in the system, because normally you'd want the other fellow's portfolio to do badly and your portfolio to do well so that you can come in and make a killing, you know. But in this way, it would ensure like people would be interested in making sure the other fellow's portfolio was doing well. <laughs> if they were investing in that system along that song line, then the health of your portfolio depends on the health of your of your brother's portfolio. You know, so they don't have to go Cain and Abel on each other every five minutes in that <laughs> on that Wall Street. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I like where all that's going. I like the instruments that are starting to come through. Um, you know, from the financial gurus on, on that side of the that side of the drink.
5: Well, the, the issue is that the finance the financial models are abstract. Like, you know, I get in trouble for abstract thinking when I'm talking about stuff in reality. Like, and then you have these abstract like systems where everyone's like, Well, of course we accept caribus perilous, like all other things being equal, or whatever the heck that Latin phrase means, which is just like, oh, so the market then assumes that everything else freezes and stops like time literally stops and 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 if we if we assume that everything beyond this little room of the things we're measuring stopped then all that would be equal so therefore we're now allowed to say that this is what this valuable thing is worth like that is more abstract than any imaginative thing I've ever done with any sequence of puppets in any single way and and that's the norm so that the issue is it's so far it's so far abstract and the tension is if it wants to be healthy it has to be mapped in relation and it has to be mapped in actual patterns in reality and it has to be mapped with complexity and mapped with a bigger view of the world. Of, and, and if we can do that, the work is from which Johnny and I think the gang get there and the opportunity for the finance system is like it's busted. And so there are maps that already have shown us where value can be understood, looked after, supported and it's got this interweaving that I think the sweet spot for us is and the generosity of all of you and everyone that you know we've been working with with this is, is putting a hand out to be like, hey, we'll share some processes, you know? Um, we know some mapping ways and some ways that it might be able to be done more healthily.
3: But J&B, you, I really like what you, I'll just finish off on the finance end too about abstract world of finance needs, needs to change, not the real world. Yeah, I mean, right here now, we're about to leave our, our digs. We're getting, there's a finance push, there's a push on buying. Um, and you just think about in our world in Australia, there's that lad, what head of the RBA, and, and he's okay to drop a one minute he's singing out seven percent. So sorry, one percent, one percent, and the next minute the, the the crunch that's going to come on middle Australia is that the the rate rises seven percent. Like they get, they could even pivot in their financial world that where it can be so. Odd. I, I I just find that hilarious. I just find that really fu- not well, not funny. It, it was terrible. It's terrible what's happened in the middle in, in the midstream Australia's uh, example. I guess flagging in finance. That you could he could be so off, and yet he can kind of flitter around and not be accountable to that. And that, that and there's that there's that truth there. Like, what you put down about it. there's an abstract notion to that that oh, I can I can I, I can make that bad call and I can still sit there and have my um, my press club luncheon and, and and maintain my my big dollar job. Like, yeah, just if we tune into our way that that all piece there, Chelsea, you were, you were singing out. Oh, I'd love to uh, really us um, deepen yeah. into, into there back around the fire.
2: Yeah, because meantime, like, we've got to acknowledge that, too, that J- JD's having to move his house again today, not for the first time this year, um, you know, because our homes where we live aren't, aren't our homes. They're somebody else's investment, and they can decide to just sell, 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 <laughs> and you got to move out, like, next day. Yeah.
1: But, look, I, I, um, I just put something in there that, you yeah, know, we we still on this side, you know, thinking about, you know, some of the wrong stuff in that as well, Ty? Um, for instance, like I was saying to Josh earlier, that if we did have this orb, uh, this complexity system, um, and some of the variables that were in it were things like, you know, as I put in there, those... Um, the condition and trend um, of, of, of those key uh, values or what we would call the values and what I would in this instance are the things like uh, the species attached to the uh, complexity system, uh, w- whether they be that migratory symbiotic uh, complexity. Um, yeah, if, if all, the, all the multiple layers or all the multiple components of that started or show, showed a trend of falling. Um, yeah, you know, would that then promote the <laughs> the the human to then start dumping everything and then yeah you know, just collapse and fall away from it, or would it go to a area where more resource would be put into it to try and enhance it again, or and to save and not lose? Your financial investment. So, you know, that was something that we thought about because if, if it went the first, the latter, it would be defeat the purpose. Um, whereas you'd be wanting to have that relationship where that or some sort of right. net where that would not happen.
2: So, you could be like, um, I don't know, you, you, you could see the krill stocks going down but nobody knows about that yet. And instead of like signaling that and fixing it, you're just, you're quietly selling all your whale <laughs> tokens at the top of the market, yeah.
3: There's a piece with this that we, in the collaboration, that it's also about what could come from a, a focused piece around an orbital mapping or uh, culture indication species. It's not that we have to define it all out in in total finite detail and i know, and i know for deadly bioscientists in the room that's a, a a challenging thing as well to do or not to do but i guess i'm i guess i'm flagging that is that that's the real sense i get from the there's a there's something in in not being um what forest trees like just not getting caught in the um not getting caught in the um um there's not i know we need i know you need the detail i guess i'm signaling not getting not getting stuck in the with the burrs and and seeing what what else can come from the from the broader um uh, fire yarns because even thinking on that too josh if we link that two fire yarns like firing country that that piece there where the mob lead the rangers and such and they're working in real time ecology the big piece is more around healing country that mob coming back to you know what i mean like there's a there's there's, a, there's another piece that flows yeah. so I just yeah there's
1: a, there's a story in that JD it could be it could be around yeah, you know, just being very um precautionary around not wanting to get burnt again in the in the fire <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah no 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 I know the, I, I, that's what I'm trying to respect respectfully acknowledge that tension too uh Charles because it yeah, so I, I, I hear that. I feel that too. I, I, I definitely don't want to play that. and I don't want to be a rusher because I, I think time was a method piece too. Josh, you come with some of the, we were talking about method, we talked about theory and methods in one of our earlier yards and that uh, the fact that how much time it does take in doing proper way process and, thing, you know, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I hear you, Charles. I definitely I, Me, me yeah. and more people wouldn't want to be a rusher. Yeah, I don't want to oh, I be a rusher.
1: And I think for me, it's coming from a space of like, you know, being, um, you know, First Nations scientists, I I get to hear, you know, what the non-Indigenous scientists, you know, think and say as well. And I've spoken about this before. And, you know, given the state of the planet at the moment and everything, especially that's happened in Australia around fires and floods and extreme weather events, etc. you know, not being able to get your favourite chocolate or whatnot at the supermarket and just that reality of, you yeah, know, what um, seasonal shift and climate change over time is and what it looks like, you know, a lot of people are looking towards, you know, Indigenous knowledge systems and traditional ecological knowledge, and it it hasn't been tested at, at this sort of level. And so I'm just cautious with that. You know, a lot of it's been around, you know, what, what people term like two-way science or, you know, integrating, you know, that sort of... Uh, local and cultural knowledge into some sort of science uh, research and realm. And yeah, even that has some, some flaws and some issues around it as well. I just, and and that's where I come from is that I just don't want to go into something um, and and be those astronauts that are taking it, knowing that there is still a lot of, um, I suppose, like misunderstanding and mis- interpretation of the intent, um, but then also, you know, that that lack of, I'd call it trust um, in, you know, Indigenous knowledge systems, um, and and I'll call it out, and especially from, you know, that um, science and ecological uh, realm. So that's, I suppose that's where that come from, JD.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, too I'm so, Ch- I'll
1: be aware of it.
3: No, no, too deadly. Charles, much love, Joe I definitely hear you, and I, and I would. I'll, I'll round off. Mike, I want to listen again too. my round off my past piece of two about, I think a yarn just even this week. We 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 signal too too that um, you know, it's also on an ethic, and uh how we do these weaves about how how we as lads come up with that mou. Oh. Uh, type space that JMB GM, has in has with AIM, we've, we've we've designed relationally. We we I I hear you, Yaju, We need to make sure we're putting that same energy to something so which is which is even bigger on a bigger scale, which is this with which is this um, potential species symbiosis type mapping piece. We should we should be um, paralleling this with what an MOU type looks like as uh, that that um, you know that binding piece that we did with AIM. There's a, there's an op- there's an opportunity, or should I say, there's more of a need. Uh, to to make sure we're squaring off on that as well. Um, so we're, yeah, we're protecting... I reckon
5: that. Sorry, Jedy.
3: You... Yeah, you're a bungee. You're a bungee.
5: Um, I I think that's like that's part of the the magic that we can um like share as a pathway is that is actually the process of mapping like and the mapping is moving around in, in all these different um you know conversations and work pieces and different people that have been floating in and around there. Um, the knowledge systems but i think that's that feels because when you're when you're mapped well then you your decisions are healthier like so really it's sort of you know if you're mapped in healthy relations to to nature to family to people beyond just your your nuclear unit which is what we we're kind of yarning a bit with dunbar about like part of the, i think the tension or not the tension but just like the way you could you know that dunbar number rolling up if it's rolling up to five thousand within the kings and queens of empire, and you just like got a bunch of people that are an army going out and killing everyone, like that's a really dangerous like model up of of a you know a, a collective group of people that just keep compounding with this um, sameness and then affirmation, and then which leads to entropy, corruption, and um, a complete disassociation with anybody that or anything that's not looking like you. So when you have that generative inbuilt um, capacity into the mapping process, then you start to just like the, I, th- I think part of our job in this opportunity for helping with with shaping systems, you know, insert finance or insert like aeronautical engineering or like, um, you know, how do I talk to my family? <laughs> like just how well are you mapped? Like it's sort of, you know, and that's the, how do we map? How do we build? Um, in relation I think that's when it becomes interesting because we've got models like shareholders but most of the people are shareholders like I'm going back to St Paul's College on Monday night and that was the freakiest joint I've ever been to in my life having to go to college there like that is a club within a club within a club like that's the uh, the oldest residential college in Australia they wear suits and ties um, an academic gown five nights a week and they dropped me in there as the first Indigenous person that's been in there trying to have this leadership scholarship at 17. And I'd walk between the Curry Center and back to this place and was just like, what is this world? Now those those guys just had no map of any other perspective except for the club. Like so that the challenge is and the opportunity that if if we get to map with more complexity for crew like that and different people, just to have those different relations. And I think that that's going to lead to healthier behavior and things like insider trading. That's just again, just like um, corruption of a small group of people. So that that's where I think the it is a bit easy. Like it's not this most complex thing that we'll have to try and solve. It's sort of that one is just trying trying to build some patterns of mapping which are more complex than the most simple, crazy like insular um, insular playgrounds at the moment. And that's that's where I think you know when Tyson and I was over there last time with. Um, with Johnny and the crew, it's it's where it's positioned. Like our intelligence has just been punted outside these like you know kings and queen castles. Like just see you later, no interest. Please come and do a song and dance for us. Like, but very rarely been able to sit at a, the table and do some mapping. And I keep saying to our team, like our vice chancellor who's Aboriginal, like um, Steph, you know everything you need to know. Like that's what's helpful. Like the knowledge you've already got. Don't parrot or try and act like we've got someone else who's a vice chancellor because we already know what we get from that. And that that I think is our, so like the MOU we did together, if there is a process of practice to, to shut up and, and not talk for too much longer, but um, you know, if you're in that shareholder concept, so in the Paul's College, they are shareholders of keeping wealth for a small group of people. There's a couple hundred kids go through that college. They all go to the same private schools. They all work in the same banks. don't actually have to think they're just on a like a monorail um and they just kind of keep going and then the wealth is protected and the share is about that group holding the lion's share now if our shareholders include nature include these species we're talking about include um complexity in the behavior include time and space that will bust open a much healthier set of patterns which leads to less of this abstraction and like these strangest where you're like yes, and my externality and offset and all these like just bizarro words which are basically like don't look at us we're just holding all the money still um and that's where i think we've got our chance is is in the mapping if it's at the front of the queue not at the end when it's too late
2: same way we can't just go don't look at us we're holding all the knowledge exactly you know just trust us that it's there you know and you know acknowledge country and you know, yeah, and and what, you know, because then we get accused, and when, then we get that feedback like we got the other day. Well, that's all fluffy, you know, but it's it's not fluffy. It's that big holistic picture. And there's that stupid word again, but what Chelsea said, the be, It's um, you know, because we have that story and we have that pattern, and we're really we're really um, you know, getting it set down and and sharing it in in as many ways as we can. It's um. You know, it gives us our basis for figuring out what these what these little projects are going to be. You know, what all the all the investments are going to look like. Uh, us two this morning, Chels, me Chels having this yarn, uh, and she's just talking up how these um how the fish stocks, how they've 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 got like a percentage of the cash, uh the the uh the catch each year on a coast there that's set aside for commercial fishing. And then there's a percentage, it's like the cultural catch that's set aside for Aboriginal people, you know, and that that you have sort of have that. And Chelsea was saying, we never, we never fish all that out. We never even fish out half of it. We never use up all of our catch. It's, you know, because that's our, you know, we started talking about that in terms of like almost like reserves, you know, and it's what they don't realize is that each year when the catch comes around, That the the commercial catch is, is actually that's being regenerated out of our catch that we didn't catch, the stuff that we've left there as a reserve. So the fish stocks are being regenerated out of the cultural stuff that's been set aside for our economic extraction, which we don't extract it. We keep it there and we look after it. And that's what's regenerating every year, the commercial catch over here. So then we started spinning out well well there's a there's a program there that preserves the mullet run you know and all the stuff along this big song uh, whale song line there so if that's a piece then that's a piece that that is a scientific that there's a number of scientific studies to be done there to show you know how those fish stocks are being regenerated from this aboriginal reserve if you like uh fish reserves Uh, to to like have a look at that. And then there's a whole legal piece that's got to come with that. With like, you know, how can you keep claiming and and fishing out this entire (laughs) allocation every year when that's actually coming from our thing? You know, um, you need to be establishing reserves of your own. And so this isn't about like declaring the whole area no fishing and it's a fish national park or something like that. It's about having that economy and that, that human relation and the fishermen and everything else, you know, actually managing, managing, not just a resource, but an entire system. And this is seasonal, too, you know, because you've got those different runs that come down through. And I don't know. So we started spinning it out into this, into a big project. And Chelsea, you know, when Chelsea does that thing, that bird-like thing she do when she darts off to the corner of the screen and she's writing stuff down. <laughs> She's doing that so i'm like i know that's going to happen now um yeah so there's a that's a that's a whole so there's a whole big piece there it's, there's scientific studies there'll have to be legal stuff going on like a whole heap of different things happening there'll have to be um you know there'll be policy stuff that'll have to happen there'll be a whole heap of things happening there and that's a um you know that's a big piece and it's not just you know oh it's this ecological program where we're like picking up r- rubbish off the freaking dunes to keep Australia's beaches beautiful, there we're protecting the environment. There's more, you know, there's more. These, uh, these worlds do intersect and they do overlap. And, um, but what's beautiful is that when you have that big picture like we have, you know, and there's a rigor behind it of the law that JD's singing up and saying, get back to it, get back to it. You know, that's when we have that as a foundation, then these right projects emerge, this right design it emerges you know and and that's where you get your more granular detail oriented stuff hey joshi
4: yeah i definitely think that's um an important part of the process what i was listening to um i think jack speak about like the mapping process um i think it there's a few things in that that kind of tie some of the threads together there's the map um, the mapping process, it ultimately comes down to, well, the type of map that you end up with ultimately comes down to the perspective that you're using and what tools you use to develop the map. So I'm thinking sort of about like song lines as opposed to, or juxt- juxtaposed against a Western sort of topographical map. And I think that overall, Mapping of healthy relations, in particular, is based on the use of healthy tools that you use to do it. So that like loops us back to our way every single time. Um, so in, in addition to what you're saying, plus um, drawing on what Chelsea said as well, us too. young, in addition to the monitoring and the assessment of our ways versus theirs, or in contrast to theirs, um, for example, like indigenous knowledge and custodianship in that context versus Western scientific, uh, but also Western extractive um, in regards to uh, exploitation and extraction from the environment and natural landscapes. Um, we are sort of asking that question too, what are the tools that are being used? Um, coming back to like that notion of our way and, and I've, I've seen back out to, um, to JD in that, um, oh, and I think the, the end of that conversation between JD and Chelsea around the fire and being burnt by um, different systems and different projects and different interactions with a lot of those Western systems um, and projects as well, it comes down to the type of fire. Um, So on that country when we're we're on that cool burn, and it's called a cool burn because you can literally sort of stand around it or you you can touch the ground after the fire has gone through and it's it's cool and everyone always freaks out on that because what we're used to seeing is is um, the consequence and the outcome of western scientific um, approaches to burning on country and, and often they don't they're not as effective um, because they don't take in the context of country and, and the ways that our people have always seen and engaged and related to the environment um, so as a result of that you leave uh, those those backburns, as, as they're often called, rather than cultural burns, leave big fuel loads on the country. Um, they don't fully eradicate or virtually don't really impact uh, west uh, weed species of um, grasses, which burn at like a I think it's like a thousand to- or three thousand times the rate of native grasses. So they generate a lot more heat, a lot more energy, and and we know about the impacts of what that means and the billions of species that have been lost just in the last um, 18 months in Australia and um, big bones, big fires that are tearing across different parts of Asia and Europe and America over the last few years as well. Um, Those things are are really worth looking at as indicators for perhaps there's better ways to do things and um, we we can see that, we can see the impacts of that. um, Related with each other and with the country, um, something that I wanted to sort of point out in that process, and, and we keep uh, sort of uh, dancing around complexity. Um, and I think there's there's big interconnections, and I said this before, around um, complexity as a method, as a uh, I think Tyrus has mentioned, as a basket of methodologies, but a, a number of different ways that we can use to understand um, and sort of measure things that are happening. In our surroundings and in the universe. Um, in a nutshell, it's kind of about, uh, say, mutualistic processes. I might not go as far to say symbiosis in this instance, but we can probably unpack a, a little bit more. But they subsequently lead to um, phase shifts or emergence within a system. Um, virtually, it's, it's a lot of um, interactions between smaller relatively less significant agents or properties within a system which produce emergent outcomes. Um, So in our way, when we come back to what are the tools that we're using, um, a kind of something that we're very cognizant of of, um, in our discussions and in our yarns and in our practices on country, we can come back to the tools and examine what tools we're implementing on country or in these systems mm. and then uh, follow that thread through to what, what are the emergent outcomes that are happening as a result of using these tools. Um, and I, I, I suppose that kind of captures what um, a lot of what was being said about the difference between the Western approaches and the non-Western pro- approaches and the mm. importance of keeping things grounded in our way and in, in that indigenous knowledge systems context
0: that
2: all all that yarn there made me think of that paper you guys got in last week joshi makes me uh the fire knowledge but all the rest and your your sing outs about the methodology like uh yeah makes what i want to read out a little bit from that paper we put in for that uh, systems journal um um last week you know particularly around the fire and all that sort of stuff so it's clear you know how we're working and how important this is here So, on that bit where we're not distinguishing between separate disciplines and theories, you know, uh, uh, with the indigenous knowledge, how that works, it aggregates them together around that campfire uh, way and that uh, fire as an organizing value for the interconnected systems knowledge, you know. Um, So, if I read that bit, it goes um, the metaphor of camp and fire become part of centralizing shared values and metaphor as practice in becoming. That's all hyphenated. Uh, Informed of tree knowledges as they relate to fire. While each team member in our lab, Indigenous Knowledge Systems Lab, uh, is connected to different sacred sites of increase in the land, we agree on common traditional law of memory, which we refer to in English as flows, sites of increase, not growth, which is different. Uh, Where energy, for want of a better English word, flows from a world of spirit into our physical reality the collective sense-making process the wanju is bound up ritually with that regenerative process um that's the flows and the weaves our research agenda and activities are formed from this process nested within a field of sentient landscapes and non-human agents with fire and sparks as a centralizing core Um, that spark stuff coming from Jack's stories there, you know. Uh, So last bit here, we come to camp with shared understandings of fire knowledge as part of a traditional system of country management, well-being, healing, reciprocal relationships. We also acknowledge the colonial process of fire suppression and subjugation and the recasting of the agency of fire as an energy to be fought. Uh, Contemporaneously, this Eurocentric notion of defending against fire is both hierarchical and patriarchal and excludes women from fire knowledge. The narrative of fire as an organizing value um, in the indigenous side is further restorative as it dismantles gender regimes and enables human and more than human relations to be part of systems enactment, Uh, building from a base of traditional knowledges and values we draw from Western knowledges to transform and translate Anyway, yeah, I just thought I'd sing that out because um, had, because we did all the work on that recently, and um, it just called to mind, you know, how important the fire five business is in you know, a methodology, in um, you know, a way of working all this here. Yeah, and ultimately it, it
4: reflects a methodology of country, and um, that's that sort of sing-out piece in the beginning where we we're talking about the um, how country prioritizes cooperative strategies often over competitive strategies uh, to further the, uh, the presence of life and energy, uh, rather than death and as Jack was saying before, entropy. Um, th- these are entropic systems, and we're trying to shift them away uh, through that big sort of phase shift um, over into more life-inducing, life-inducing um, properties and energies and investments across the board. And that, that sort of benefits everyone.
5: It's them t- those tools like it's so well put Joshi, like the the perspective and the tools from which the maps are made and when we think about the perspective and the tools from which the maps are made like the even in a very very simple frame like I'm in the, frame the organization I work in like that our gang kept like getting their heads stressed out about the complexity of what we were doing they're like this is complex. they reading it through computer screens. I was trying to translate it through PowerPoints or whatever is the new fancy PowerPoints. And whatever the new fancy PowerPoint might be, at best, they put a little bit of a circle somewhere. But there's not multidimensionality. It's hard to do like really complex sort of mapping. And I just one day woke up and just said to the gang, like, do you want to go out and just find a piece of ground and draw on it and just draw what you think the AIM map is? And 70 of our team went out in different places all around the world and they drew it. and Then after finishing that mapping, it was tiny on a tiny little bit of land. They looked up and they saw the horizon. And then they looked up and saw the sky moving and spinning around and all this stuff happening around them. They're like, this is nothing. And it's totally in relation to everything, like what we're doing. And so suddenly the complexity was gone. And when we're mapping in these little boxes and these little squares and these little sharp-edged places which don't fit together and don't move together, they're they're part of the tools. And I think that's 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 part of what we can shape like these tools what are we mapping it on that's why i think we love paintings or we love music or we love theater or we love deep story or or the ceremony and different ways of passing on knowledge which is is in a space out of the head and more in the body or or dance like because it it maps us differently it moves us differently hits us differently it sticks with us differently it it it, um connects us differently Mm. and and that's that's there in humanity in lots of different ways. You know, that's not just Indigenous systems thinking. Like we've it's found its way through because it's life. Like life wants to map beautifully and, and, and vibrantly. Life wants to sing. Life wants to come through us. Like we're vessels of that life. But we stagnate when we're sitting away, tapping away, trying to well, like look at a screen. And then we're like, oh, I don't understand because you haven't looked
2: at the sky for six days. Well, if you if you lose the law for that too, it it becomes difficult to manage. You can feel it and want it and you can feel those flows and even flow with them for a bit, but with no law, inevitably, it's going to fall off. But that that, that brings me back to wanting to flag uh, uh, Chels, Chels there uh, before we lose the fire piece. I want to talk up that, that women's law of fire and uh, time and all the rest. Sissy, you feel to jump in for that now or not?
1: Oh, no, I'm still looking at the blue sky that we've got here, which is nice getting in the, uh, the blue, um, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, <laughs> just to pick up on what Jack is saying is that it has been uh, lots of uh, study on the effects of the color blue and the blue sky and um, what it does, you know, to your brain and to your thought processes. So I'm with you, Brian, more blue sky. And that's that's why when you're designing like schools and stuff that, yeah, every school you always see the um, the windows are up high along the top of the building so that you can stare out at the blue sky while you're sitting there. And apparently it's supposed to help with raising um, intellect and uh, learning and concentration and stuff a bit more.
2: Not on my report cards, it didn't. Tyson is a dreamer. He's always oh. looking out the window. He's not paying attention uh, to so, what's staring
1: at in front of him. That sounds very similar to my school reports, hey? <laughs> One of the guys in, the in, in
5: science throughout, we are in a, this horrible year nine science class with this guy who was such a prick and he just wanted to, like, ruin all our lives. So we all just basically went <laughs> different psychological war with him. And with these two, we had, a, like, there was 90% of our school was non-English-speaking background um, originally. And... There's this is like this Korean South Korean gangster thread that rolls through our school. And these two guys, one day, this guy, Ichi, who you'd never mess with, like he was proper scary. Like I would try my best to go up to the gangsters and just like, you know, be a smart ass. And they are always like, let me get over it. But Ichi, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be too much of a smart ass to Ichi. And one day this teacher took on Ichi and Ichi just picked up one of the science stools and just threw it out of the second story window. And it was open, luckily, and it didn't hit anybody. But he, he he saw the window as a way to sort of get his energy
2: out as well.
1: <laughs> the itchy effect.
2: Um, <laughs> Chelsea's got diverted the sky. She's there in the chat before going know you fire? Going You don't there. know how to make a fire. Um, well, women, women, women's been there. Oh,
1: oh, look, it's so. And then it's I like so... the,
2: uh, I flag it and make that space, <laughs> make that space for women's voices there. And what you just want to talk about the sky with Jack all day. Jeez.
1: Well, it has. <laughs> it comes out of the sky and, yeah, moves through you. You've got solar radiation yeah. and all that nice stuff. The sky is yeah, great. Yeah. The um, way. Yeah, no, look, I was just saying that, yeah. And, and it's a big thing, like, especially now that, you know, what picking up what Joshua was saying around people sort of looking to these new tools of being able to exist and, you know, have this relationship and symbiosis with the environment and nature. And a lot of that is, you know, looking towards um, Aboriginal people and the, and the knowledge um, in country and um you know, and fire has come out as a big thing in that, you know, and obviously, you know, but people starting to now understand, you know, those different personalities of fire that, yeah, you know, mm. there's, there's different ways that this, this element will react and behave. And, yeah, it's not necessarily something to be scared of, yeah, because it, it has got many, many uh, personalities, many faces, many behaviours. And the thing is that you just need to be able to, I suppose, you know, communicate or be able to understand and read, you know, those those personalities. And um, as I was saying earlier that, you know, we've got story and yeah, a lot of that fire and especially in Australia, you know, it, it's, it, it's so male centric, you know, there's been a long standing, you know, dominance, uh, in everything from yeah, your 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 town fire brigade to your rural fire service through to academia, where it's being very much heavily a, a male space, and you know, I'm not even going to mention that potentially ego has something to do with that, so I'll keep that right out. Um, so, <laughs> but you know, culturally, you yeah, know, fire is 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 very much uh, also a women's thing. Yeah, we we have. I was sharing with you, with the boys um, the other week, you know, just in Gumbangi country have a number of fire stories and those stories are very much have women embedded um, into them as fire holders, fire carriers, um, you know, fire keepers. Um, and yeah, and then it revolves into that whole thing around nurturing like JD was saying. Um, yeah. It, women are such a, an important part of, that fire story. Um, and yeah, and just, yeah, you know, and, and now what we see is because of what's come out of chaos and fear um, and death, um, I threw that in for you, Jack, um, <laughs> is that you have, you know this complete new outlook from people um, that's looking towards yeah our, our our knowledge around around fire and just in context of what we're doing yeah that knowledge is also held in, in our fire and how we're feeding into that fire and taking from that fire um and yeah you know, i think it's it's really important you know that we we sort of all get to nourish ourselves and, and stay close to that fire and learn from it as well um. And and yes, JD, as as you were saying, not um not getting too close to it so that we get burnt, but we're we're being able to read it. You know, use my word again with within you know that um that encompassing orb that also feeds in there as well. But um yeah we um. <laughs> have this one cool story up here about uh the bearded dragon and how the the woman I don't know I, I think she was pretty cool yeah I, I wouldn't say she was nasty or anything like that I, she's, I find all you know the the characters and the the kin that are in stories really cool for some reason um yeah and as I say to the young followers man if we we had the same sort of resources like you know hollywood and steven spielberg and stuff man we'd have things that would blow lord of the rings and game of thrones out of the water um big time mm-hmm. um and yeah which is any 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 sort of sci-fi movie either i throw in there um but yeah she <laughs> she 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 had this association, um, uh, you know, w- with the fire. And then we, we went into talking about, okay, th- there were other components around that fire. And within that story, it's not just the story of, you know, the bearded dragon or um, why the bearded dragon, you know, looks like it does and has the behaviours that it does, or the women that are attached to fire. But, you know, these other little things that are on the peripheral. And that's what... Um, Josh and I were talking about and trying to bring in is that these these things that are not really seen but are contextual and are there. Um, And and it's those things that also hold greater or equal, if not greater importance than the actual characteristics um, of of, your main character. And you know, in this case, Ty, it was like you know, the illuminous mushroom. And yeah, you know, that illuminous mushroom is is very similar to the, the, the firefly Josh, um, in the chemical that it has in it that then blends with oxygen to to give off the uh, illumination. Um, but you know, one thing about when we, we were talking about the firefly as well is that it's actually the the um, the body and, and that personality or that body that then makes, um, then also adds to the other, I suppose, chemical compounds that makes it, you know, illuminate. And, you know, I relate that back to the fire and, and, and us as well, is that, you know, we need to have these, these, Whatever we call them, the the maps or these new ways that are like our fires, and that you know we are part of it because we need to take in that oxygen and then the other chemicals that are around it. But we also need it to happen within us and have our chemical change as well that helps to then make the whole system work.
2: That's it. So it's not, you know, so when you're evaluating whether or not there's growth in a system that you've invested in, you're not measuring the number of units in like growing, you know, the fish stocks numbers growing every year, because that's, well, that's death in the end. That's the death of the system. You can't have anything uh, growing infinitely in any of these systems. But then there's that idea that with, you know, whatever cultural indicator species you know, we've got our eye on for the health of a as an indicator of the health of a system. That um, what we're measuring is not growth but increase. That idea in our way of increase with the uh, of, of the relations, the connections, those symbioses. Yeah. So the the symbioses are increasing, and if the relationships are increasing, and they're they're not measured but presenced. You know, in some way, so that it's like you know, well, yes, these sind- seasonal indicators are happening, and then this is occurring. You know, yes, as it so- should be, and and these there are these emergent symbioses occurring now. There are relation, but not just between between the different species, but with us as a species as well, and our habitat, our built environment as well. The mm-hmm. the amount of relations and symbioses that are beginning to occur. You know, with uh, you know, swallows nesting in the places that yeah, like we the, provide for them in our homes and etc. etc. The
1: con, the condition and, and the trend.
2: Can I just flag your t shirt there? It says 555 a five, five, lesser evil.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> my um, previous boss, uh, shout out to Louise, um, bought this t shirt for me. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what she was saying, but, yeah. Well, it was... that, that's
2: that's our work. <laughs> five, five, you... five, adjacent to the beast.
5: UNC <laughs> times five, Dunbar number, you know.
2: We're just, we're the numbers are all weaving together. Yeah, yeah. Five. That, that's our that's algorithm. The... It's all yeah. fives. It's fives, baby. Oh, look,
1: and that was coincidental. I didn't put this on, you know, primarily for that. It was like the first thing <laughs> I grabbed when I jumped I'm out of placement. the... Quite placement. But... The shower, yeah.
5: Look, I, I I knew Louise 20 years ago, gave her a couple of shirts, said, Look, I'm working on an idea. it will take it 20 years <laughs> <minutes> until someone will <laughs> understand it. Give it to some people that think are early adopters. And so here we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not exactly 666, is probably what she was saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it-
4: not a copter, JD, know,
2: jd keeps He's flagging talking. flagging things on the side you're not talking up i keep seeing all this stuff like the the platypus mou oh yeah that's, no, mob, that's a good mob, piece
3: Mob have been weaving in we've been we're waving in on on time and and i just um no chel's I mean, chel's spoke it really strong i just i'll just tune into two of the uh there was a piece too when Fee and Chels jumped into the end of the think tank a week or so ago, and the water piece. Oh, know, we can't. It, it, again, it, it's again a It's there's a piece that there's definitely i I've, I've written down here with the notion of tension that tension's a the, yeah, the, the way the nuance, like their story, the biggest story there that Chelsea shared, and that the main characters on the periphery. Uh, but just that and the and not but and, and that push and pull. I've, I've written down the, the the tension, the nuance when it comes to whatever mapping, whatever ways of of mopping the tropic or the tropic cascade the energy flow uh Chels, um that uh yeah we, we we make space and time for that because even though we don't hear like you, i think you said Chelsea, the latest pick up on fires and stuff around the world that there's a you know, it can be an ego egocentric type piece doesn't mean that our strong ones just reminded me uh, me about us around our campfires it was well, and for my knowing and our being uh and especially our ancestors back on country it was and strong women who are maintaining the fire, the fireplace, the herd, the regular hunters looking up that space. Gatherers uh would go out and get the big guru and the men men line would go out uh not regularly, uh, but when when they're out there uh, uh ready ready to get, but the main mob maintaining the camp of are, are our strong women and female. I and mean, even, even on that, that that cool burn when you did run on that yarn, then um uh, Joshie that I know our rangers are keen on. They've got a number of the new women coming through on the rangers piece too. That's a, and you know, important balance. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just wrote a piece about our storyline too around um, snake and water, um, water and water and fire. Just that um, does that yeah give and take, push and pull? Yeah. yeah. Has
2: Josh got another mic drop for us this time.
1: Uh uh-huh. Joshy's mic drops. <laughs>
2: That'll be a segment. We'll do a regular Yeah,
1: I like regular it. Segment.
2: And this week, Josh's mic dropped. He might be saving it up for New York.
4: Uh, my first one is that Unc6 just doesn't have the same ring to it, Chelsea. So I'm glad you wore that shirt. Yeah. And <laughs> um, just to finish off, or not finish off, but just to maybe add um, a little bit to what JD finished up on the set, um, engagement piece, so the push and pull, the uh, um, giving back. Um, it's kind of is in a different context with the fire. So as, as we sort of highlighted already, there's there's a number of different fires. There's a hot fire, there's cool fire, there's campfire, um, and this one's sort of in that campfire sense. In that, like you yeah, you got that um, engagement with the fire in order to keep the fire going, you have to put put something on it which is going to give it fuel to um, keep burning long and bright. Um, so I think that's kind of, I, I didn't want to say reciprocity, because that, that word sort of played out, but um, that engagement piece and the governance that's associated with the engagement um, are two things that sort of keep coming up for me. Um, so the what we're, what we're putting in and what kind of impact that's having on that system, um, in this case, which is a campfire, uh, and also the exchange between the person, so one of us, if I'm putting a log on a fire, then I'm going to get some heat back. It's going to keep me warm, um, but I also have to be conscious of my responsibilities in doing that and in interacting and engaging with fire. So um, that's what you flagged already, Chelsea's the, the notion of, um, of that being women's law, women's, women carry that knowledge. And I think it's the same for us too in Gamilaroi, um, but the thing, the only thing that I'll sort of say in regards to it is that in in the stages of our language being recorded, uh, to make a file was recorded as uh, mala, and it also, if you look at that and how it was recorded, it was also recorded as put it down, um, and it was a command, so it was, it was sort of saying, put that down now, uh, and, and no one could really I shouldn't say no one, but I think in the initial instance by the linguists who recorded the language, they didn't see the connection between to make a fire, Wimala, and Wimala put it down. Um, but I've had um, a brother of mine who sort of spent some time with that and was sort of like, well, maybe it means, um, maybe it does mean to make a fire, but maybe it also means at the same time uh, this instance or this context of. Um, You need to put that down because you don't know what you're doing or you're not ready for that or um, you don't hold the law for that. So I'm telling you to put that fire down before you make a fire that's going to cause more harm than good, that's going to not be grounded in ethics and governance protocols. Um, And the insight and the knowledge that if you do this in a certain way, then these are the ongoing impacts and consequences of that, that, that this could have on the community. Um, so maybe that's the third one that i would just round off with is that governance and the protocols um, in moving forward with the yarns. And I think we've done that really well. And I'll drop the mic there.
2: Hey, hey. well, just as long as you are, ABCs bros in New York, I, A, always B, B, C closing. Yeah. um, You need brass balls to sell systems real estate.